Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Talk Knicks? We're not talking Knicks. Maybe in a month when uh, the Jets and the Giants are eliminated. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's take the Giants calls now. Let's get into the Tommy DeVito discussion before my next mystery guest comes in. It won't be long. But, yeah, a couple things from the game last night. Man, I love that Dable has confidence in this kid. When they asked about his composure at the end of the game, he's like, he, he just shook that off. Like, nah, not worried about his composure. Here's some plays that we like. Go out there and... And spin it. He used some different language to say that. But, man, talk about belief in a third-string, undrafted quarterback. If Dayball can cook with Tommy DeVito, imagine what he could do with Jaden Daniels. <laughs> Frank is inside. I said, Frank, you're on the fan. Hey, good evening, Keith. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for holding. I heard they're opening up an Uncle Giuseppe's at MetLife. Is that true? <laughs> just, just kidding. Just just kidding. They should have they all get that. rid of uh, Hell's Bells and play Volare at the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah, they already had the Sopranos theme. I mean, sure. Uh, sure. the DeVito the family fireworks. gets more camera time than Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the fireworks. Have guys with machine guns as they come out. Oh, my. <laughs> anyway, anyway. No, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. I could kid like that. I told you I'm 100% Italian. Mm-hmm. I could kid like that, Keith. Good. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm just enjoying the team, man. They're playing good complimentary ball. I don't know if you were listening or watched the game, but yeah, of course. everybody's stepping up. Deontay Banks and Wondell Robinson, Isaiah Hodgins. Yeah. yeah, Banks on defense. The whole defense. You know, you're looking at Wink Martindale over there. Nobody, nobody spoke on uh, any beef between Wink Martindale and Brian Dable today. Winning cures all. Like, they're doing what they got to do. And as, as Giants fans, I know you guys want to win. As, and as football fans, you want to win. These Sundays are precious. Nobody wants to go through a tanking, losing out the rest of the way season in hopes of drafting the quarterback of the future that could turn into Zach Wilson. Yeah, Tiki was saying today, too, Keith, that, uh, you know, a lot of these guys are not going to be around right. next year. They got to play for their jobs, you know. To be placed somewhere well, else. Hey, uh, eye in the sky, don't lie. What you put on tape is going to represent you. So you can't buy into the media, social media, the narratives. You got to go out there and play. And that's why I said I, I understand players don't tank. If you go out there trying to lose, you're going to get hurt. But like, yeah, think about the future. Just, uh, There's so many good quarterbacks coming. Right, right, of course. But uh, he's a, he's a nice surprise, uh, Devito. He's he's a really nice surprise. He's doing a lot for the team. Yeah, look, I mean, story. Howard Cross says he's sparking the team. He is. He, 
They believe in this guy. He's got swag. He's got confidence. And, I mean, I, I don't think we should use that to put Daniel Jones down. I kept hearing, oh, Daniel Jones doesn't have, you know, any life to him. Daniel Jones is so, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, Tommy's got the swag. He's got the confidence. I'm like, yeah, there's only so long that that's, that's going to last, though. Thanks for the call, Frank. There's only so long that, like, uh, the pinching hands and the and and all of that stuff's gonna be cute if you know if you lose game like I said we weren't talking like this after a forty nine seventeen beatdown we were talking tank tank it's a tank Anthony in Manhattan on the fan go for it Ant hey what's going on how you doing great thanks for calling of course yeah listen I I want to talk about Tommy Cutlass I mean after last night it's I mean he's the he's the story here but. My point, what I wanted to bring up, I was thinking about this on my drive home earlier. Look, you made the point earlier, it's a small sample size. He hasn't played anybody, but maybe he just needed a chance. That's what we saw with Brock Purdy last year. He didn't need, all he needed was everyone to go down in front of him, and now he's an MVP candidate. I'm not saying that Tommy DeVito is going to be that, but you think that's any opportunity here? Yeah, I think there's opportunity here. I think this is a guy that you keep on the team for the low. Thanks for the call, Anthony. This guy costs you nothing. It's going to cost you less than half a million to be on the team. You keep him. He he lives down the street, and he's already a cult classic. He's Rudy. He's uh he's better than Brock Purdy. Like one of us, one of us. That's why I said I love it. This is a kid I probably saw on News Twelve that actually makes it. Like played and won the state championship in Giant Stadium. Now is winning games for the Giants, and the stage isn't too big. The decision to start Tommy over Tyrod was the correct one. The kid is playing better than we saw Tyrod Taylor and Daniel Jones play. But please do not mistake this end-of-the-season play for him being a better player, specifically a better quarterback, than Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor. He's got a long way to go. The NFL will figure it out. Like I, I love that he figured it out. He's not taking nine sacks a game. He's stepping up. He's running hard. And he's got moxie to him. He's wiping his nose. He's pointing to the first down. He's swagging. He's throwing his hands, and he knows that throw that he made to Hodgins on the run was a dot. I'm like, look at Tommy Cullen. This kid's for real. Josh up in the Bronx on the fan. What's up, Josh? KM to the AM. Let me tell you, you know, this DeVito kid, like you've been saying and everything, these next two games, the Saints and the Eagles, this is the big-time test for Tommy DeVito. You're absolutely right. You know, and the NFL schedule that the Giants have the past couple of years, the last two out of three weeks, it's been Philadelphia every other week. It's unbelievable, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, no problem. The NFL schedule, like, and it makes you think about so many things. I, I'll never, I'll never forget the the Jets Giants game and where that game was in the schedule and how we felt after the Jets pulled it off and the Giants, like, the Giants should have won that game. What are we thinking? You're just going to not let him throw the ball because it's raining and because the Jets' defense is a good defense? Like, that's where we're going to end up at the end of the year. Let's say they go down there and beat the Saints. The Saints aren't anything to write home about. Let's say they, the Eagles give them one game because they play their backups and they're able to, like, the Giants might come up one game short. And we're all going to think about how they had that Jets game won. But the decision to not let Tommy DeVito throw as if he was, I don't know, Chris Strebler or something... And then you see him, some of the throws he makes now, it's like, this kid can whip the ball. He can throw the ball around. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it's also crazy how, you know, quickly we go from Tiki Barber saying earlier this year that 
he'd take Daniel Jones over Dak Prescott to Sal today saying that he's a thousand percent confident that Tommy DeVito is better than Daniel Jones. We gotta chill. We gotta slow it down. Football's not like that. It's just not like that, man. We weren't talking like that when uh, they, they lost to the Cowboys. He had nothing against the Dallas Cowboys. He has shown us a lot, though. And this is not a day to, um, you know, poke holes in the story. Like, this is a great story. And I love it. Like I said, I'm from Jersey. To see a Jersey kid actually live that dream, I'm, I'm rooting for him. It's it's better than the Anthony Volpe story, which I was looking at Volpe like, wow, Volpe became Derek Jeter. Like, this kid, if he somehow wins out and gets him to the playoffs, a ridiculous story. But we got to chill because there's a good chance that Daniel Jones rehabs and he's your starter again next year. We're throwing this guy under the bus completely. You paid him. And everybody was buying his jersey, singing his praises just a year ago, leading the Giants to the playoffs. I mean, what have you done for me lately? Here today, gone tomorrow. It's nuts. Gary in Middletown, New Jersey, on the fan in New York. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I like what Tommy DeVito did last night. Gotta love it. He gotta win. I love it, too. Uh, he dog. got a win for the Giants. Got the dog in him. TD. Yes, he does. Got the yep. got the, the, <laughs> the agent out there in the full-on mafioso top hat, black suit on the phone. Like, it's something out of a movie, but it's real life. Yes, it is. And I think the Giants are going to go in to New Orleans and win this weekend. Yeah, they could. Derek Carr sucks. And, I mean, there's you you can't really say. Like, they just beat the Packers, and I thought for sure that the Packers were going to beat them. Thanks for the call, Gary. We we can't come up here and say there's no way they beat the Saints. The Saints aren't impressive. They've been beating these peer-tier teams now. It's funny. If they would have beat the Jets or the Seahawks, it would be different when we were thinking those were peer-tier teams. Tommy DeVito has learned. Tommy DeVito is prepared. Tommy DeVito has moxie. The kid can play. But I just think we're getting ahead of ourselves to say that he's the quarterback of the future. And then even in the short-term future, we're getting ahead of ourselves to say the Jets are going to the playoffs and this kid's going to lead us to the playoffs and, and we're all back on whatever. I'm like, I, it's, it's the ebbs and the flows of a season. Let's just celebrate a young man from our area actually living the dream. I'm, I'm so happy for his family. I'm so happy for him. He should stick around and they're going to have to pay him a lot more. He should stick around and compete for the starting job with a rookie quarterback that they should draft and then a rehabbing Daniel Jones whenever he comes back in. Nick is in Hopatcon. What's up, Nick? You got it. Keith, how we doing? I'm good, man. Mystery guest coming in right after you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, I'm a Raiders fan, but I grew up in North Jersey, so I've always liked the Giants. And Let me tell you, this kid Tommy D, all the Giants fans should just, just ride this wave while you can from pregame having everything catered from Calandra's best Italian off Bloomfield Ave to having Jackie April Jr. as his agent on the sideline. It the post game I heard I heard that he was putting out cannolis and shfuyadel to the entire team afterwards. So enjoy it. It's 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 fun. It's a local story. But but make no mistake, you're hundred percent right. Daniel Jones will be will be their quarterback going into next year. Thank you. I mean, it's as simple as that. Uh, it's you know, we we're prisoners of the moment, but let's stay in the moment. Let's focus on. Hey, they're winning games right now. They could have lost these games. Tyrod Taylor could have potentially lost these games. They made the right decision to go with this kid. He's more than a good story. He has become the story, and good for the Giants. All right, now my mystery guest number two. I had the pleasure of meeting this guy. This guy's a legend. I mean, 
I couldn't wait to get the chance to just see him and shake his hand. We're going to talk about some stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tie it into Tommy DeVito. There's a local feel here. Is he on the line, Alex? We got him right now. So, uh, all right, we don't want to reveal your name. We don't want to reveal that yet. But we got to ask some questions and some clues so people can can guess who you are. How are you doing tonight? Very good. Hey, Don. <laughs> I'm great. Uh, thank you, first off, for taking the time tonight and joining me. It was great meeting you yesterday. Um, we're talking football right now, and obviously the uh, local feel is something that we're going to speak on. But you and I talked very briefly about how we're Cowboys fans, but we're not that locked in. I talked about how I fell asleep on Sunday night football and you kind of had a side eye on it. Uh, tell us a little bit more about how you even became a Cowboys fan or even took a liking to them being a local guy. Well, I'm going to, it's going to be a big tip here on my age because I started uh, watching them when, uh, right after Roger Staubach went from the Naval Academy, military requirement, and they started playing for the Cowboys. And that's when I really became a Cowboys fan. So it's quite a long time. And uh, I, uh, you know, like anybody, I'm also a Yankee fan. And, you know, it's 09 with the Cowboys. It's so much longer. So, uh, you know, you, a fan is used to some, uh, some uh, success and a lot of uh, heartbreak. And I think... Uh, you know, I'm I'm reserving my decision here on where we're going with the Cowboys right now. <laughs> Same. I'm just I feel like people call, they want me to say Super Bowl, NFC yeah. Championship. I'm like, let's take it week <laughs> by week. I've been burned too many times. Absolutely. Before. Now, I guess I'll give my age up a little bit. I started rooting for the Cowboys in the early 90s. I saw them score like 50 points in the first Super Bowl I ever remember watching and I just was memorized. I'm like, or memorized, mesmerized. I'm like, this is my team. I'm going to root for those guys. And around the same time, I started rooting for the Duke Blue Devils. I mean, I don't know why. I just the Cameron Crazies and Coach K in the early '90s, mid '90s. They had some teams, man. Do you remember those Duke teams? Yes, I do. I do. Uh, I had a lot of kids uh, that had played for me, were playing in college at the time, and uh, you know that was one of the teams I was watching. But probably with a little more interest than some of the other teams. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bob Hurley Sr. on the fan in New York. I uh, used to watch his son hoop back in the day when they all hated Duke. And, uh, you know, I'm not as much of a fan now, but I'm a fan of local teams. And that's something I want to ask you as I got an eye on uh, my alma mater, Monmouth University. They're facing off against Seton Hall right now. And Rutgers played Seton Hall over the weekend, and we just heard about this top recruiting class. Like tonight, you and I are coming together to talk about hoops on the hoops hotbed on the Hudson. Richard Kaner connected us, and man, there is so much talent that comes out of the Jersey City, Hoboken, North Jersey area, and then the national level has gotten to see it the last couple years with FDU and their success, St. Peter's and, and their success. Bob, just tell us. I mean, your involvement right now in the area and what you've seen from some of the, the great prospects and guys that have come out of this area to go on to college and beyond. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I've been fortunate now, lifelong Jersey City, and uh, growing up in the city and the surrounding towns, you know, Bayonne and Hoboken and Union City, uh, all these, North Bergen, all these towns, uh, recreation can be run very simply with a basketball. And in a lot of places, the weather's hot, uh, you have nets up in the baskets, you got a basketball, and you're ready to go. And, uh, you know, morning to night in the playgrounds when I was a kid, everybody was playing. Uh, there were older guys that you watched, and they were playing, uh, you know, at the local high school. I grew up in the Greenville area, so Snyder was the public school closest to where I uh, lived. 
and uh, you just got a chance to see everybody and play against everybody in the playgrounds. It isn't like it is now where, uh, you know, everybody plays age group basketball. The playgrounds, when the guy came home from college or it was a weekend, you'd get the guys who were the good uh, local players now who are married. They come to play on Saturday, and they were great runs. And you learned about all these guys or found out about these guys, you know. So it became it's absolutely a culture of basketball in uh, Jersey City and Hudson County. Yeah, I love it. Living in Jersey City, I've, I've gone to hoop and played pickup basketball in a few different spots. And you find people out there and, and the kids, you know, I just see the community of young kids. That's what I loved about uh, running into you yesterday at the school. Can you speak on what you do at the school? I'm like, I had no idea. I passed this school going to the tunnel every single day coming to work. And uh, it was just good to see, like, a fresh court and young kids with jerseys and sneakers, after-school program, getting ready to hoop. Well, this was the, uh, you know, when we were sitting down in April of 2017, we were trying to figure out uh, the school we had just been told was going to close. And, you know, my wife and I were looking at each other like, now what? You know, we were so uh, invested. uh, You know, I've been at St. Anthony's for 50 years, and now it's closing. So we sat down, got a bunch of the people that supported us at St. Anthony's, and we said, you know, let's let's, uh, start a not-for-profit, and let's rent a gym, and let's just have a a training area where Jersey City kids can go in at no cost, starting, we didn't know what age we'd start. I think we started maybe at eight or nine, and we would just work with kids, we started originally five days a week, but it was just too much. So now it's been for about six years. It's been three days a week the whole school year. Uh, you know, I don't care whether it's September or March or April. We're going to get anywhere from 80 to 100 kids a day at the gym. We give them all reversible shirts. Uh, we make up teams while we're there, but we do mostly drills all day, teach them how to play, then let them play a little bit, and then give them some hoop rules. And then we have a ton of volunteers from the community to help us. They may have a son in the, uh, you know, playing there, or they may be a former high school coach that wants a place to hang around like me. And we, uh, you know, we have a ball with it. It's been, it's been fun. Yeah, shout out to your wife, Chris. I mean, I'm looking at the book right now. We're talking about Hoops Hotbed on the Hudson by Richard Kaner. It's available if you go to hoopshotbed.com. You can check it out. Talking about the local area and all of the impact that the uh, Hudson County has made on basketball in America. And when you look on the back of the book, there's a nice cartoon picture of, you know, the first family of basketball <laughs> in America. And then Chris Hurley's right there. That's a that's a great drawing and makes me want to ask this next question about your son, Dan. I mean, watching UConn go win the whole thing and your son leading the way. Uh, did you have some influence on that? Were you helping out behind the scenes or were you uh, just watching as a fan? Uh, yeah, maybe just like rooting and, and saying an occasional <laughs> prayer in church on uh, you know Saturday or Sunday and uh, you know what I do since I coach for a long time uh, when Danny and I talk we talk about our families first and then I wait to see if there's a question if there's a question I'll answer it uh, if no question I enjoy the fact that we just do uh, you know, we'll talk about basketball. We'll talk about other things, but uh, I don't think he's in a spot where he's got to hold his breath, waiting for me to give him some advice on things. I go watch them now, and and people say to me after watching them, you know, they play like St. Anthony's. They've been playing so well. So if I can get that compliment every once in a while, I'm good to keep my mouth shut and just watch. What do you think about this Rutgers recruit, recruiting class, and even just the local teams? Um, being able to recruit and and keep some of the talent in Hudson County and Jersey right here in the Garden State, I feel like that's hard to do 
with football, I feel like the top talent for yep. football always sure. leaves, but some of the top talent in basketball stays. Well, Coach Shiano is starting to get a little bit, you know, more of a market share now than he, than we've been getting here. And, uh, you know, with the, with the Harper kid who I've worked with a couple of years ago, I went out and worked uh, with their, you know, worked their team out. He is a terrific player. He is as good an all-around player as in high school basketball, and he's coming in the door with a couple more that are, you know, considered elite recruits. So, you know, Coach Peichel can coach, and they could be they could be really uh, an interesting team next year. Maybe not physically strong, but they'll be uh, exciting and talented. And the people, I think, uh, the um, the rack is really going to be going. Awesome, Bob. I won't keep you from it. Uh, thank you for the time. Thank you for joining us on WFAN tonight. My pleasure, Pete. Take care now. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Bob Hurley Sr. I mean, if you watch college basketball, if you know anything about basketball, you should be familiar with him. Uh, I was blessed to connect with him through Richard Kaner. Richard Kaner is the author of the book Hoops Hotbed on the Hudson, Hudson County's Extraordinary Impact on Basketball in America. I have a copy of the book right in front of me. And, I mean, man, I've already learned a lot just thumbing through it. There's so much to see in this book. So much history, so much information. Richard, you did a great job. I know you're listening out there. Thanks for setting up the interview with Bob. Uh, it was great to meet him at the school yesterday, and I'm glad we were able to bring him on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. And we're back. KM to AM on the fan. All right, here we go. Um, During the break, I was looking for something because I did a little stream today on uh, like the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And I was laughing because I'm like, all right, let me uh, see who we got here in the top 10. And I'm looking at yards. I'm looking at touchdowns. Uh, I'm looking at interceptions. I'm looking at QBR. I'm looking at QB rating. And uh, Jake Browning's name popped up. 
And so did Tommy DeVito. Let me find exactly where Tommy DeVito's name popped up. And I know it's a small sample size, but I'm like, yo, Tommy DeVito is playing well. Tommy DeVito, when you go to ESPN and you look at passer rating, not QBR, but passer rating, Tommy DeVito right now is ranked eighth in the league (laughs) with a 96.5 rating. I mean, six games, but he's got 83 completions in 126 attempts, 65.9 completion percentage. He's about to pass 1,000 yards his next game. He averages almost seven yards per toss, and uh, he's a little bit over 142 yards per game right now. I, I mean, I can't hate on the guy. The guy came out of nowhere. He's surrounded by names like Jared Goff, number one overall pick, Played in the Super Bowl, made his money. Jalen Hurts played in the Super Bowl last year, made almost the most money in the NFL. Lamar Jackson is right above him. Russell Wilson, C.J. Stroud, Kirk Cousins, Tua, Dak, Brock Purdy. I'm like, look at Tommy DeVito and that little New York logo sneaking in there in the uh, top 10 for rating in the NFL. I know it's a small sample size, but I'm giving the kid his credit. Today's not a day to poke holes in in the story. Today's not a day to be like, oh, well, Tommy DeVito, he's he's not going to be like, we don't know that, but like we do got to rein it in a little bit. It is a great story. It's the best story we have around New York football right now. I mean, I hope they win out. I hope they win every game. This is the year of the backup quarterback, right? This is the year of if you ain't got two, you don't have one. I mean, Tommy DeVito is number three, and I've used the reference of, um, you know, he was the 10th starting quarterback that was a rookie this year in the NFL, and that had never happened before. That had never happened before that, you know, 10 rookies had got starts in the NFL. So he's in the history books with that. He also had some other record that I heard, I think, on, on Evan and Tiki today. I have to look it up. But, yeah, Richard Kaner, who wrote the Hoops on the Hotbed. Hoops, I keep always say, keep saying Hoops on the Hotbed. Hoops, Hotbed on the Hudson. Look up the book. Um, He sent me a little tidbit, and uh, he said the Giants GM – uh, Francisco, let's see, no, former great Giants GM used to be on 5 p.m. segment number of seasons ago in the late 80s on the Francesca and Russo show. And on a number of occasions, he said the most important player on any NFL team is the starting QB. The second most important player is the backup QB. And, you know, the Giants went on to win a Super Bowl in 86 with that thought. We've seen the Eagles go and win a Super Bowl with that thought. What if this year a backup quarterback finds his way in the Super Bowl and wins it? I mean, last year the Niners were stopped this short, you know, in the NFC Championship. I think they might have been able to beat the Eagles if they had their third-string quarterback who became QB1, but they defaulted into Josh Johnson as their second-string quarterback, and he could barely play and stay in the game himself. Now Sam Darnold's over there, of course, but, yeah, you need to. You need to, so... Here we go, Tommy D. Win the rest of the games. Win out. Hope that the chips fall where they may and get into the playoffs. And I don't know. The Giants win Super Bowls when they're 9-7 and seven and barely make the playoffs. So uh, if you want to believe, believe. Let people enjoy things. Let people root for their team to win and enjoy their Sundays or whatever. But I do think we got to rein it in as far as saying he's better than Daniel Jones. He's better than Tyrod Taylor. Don't draft a quarterback next year. Like, let's live in the moment. Enjoy the moment. But also, like, have a little dose of, of reality here. It's a small sample size against the Patriots, the Commanders, and the Packers. There's some tougher tests down the road. 
We weren't talking like this after 49-17 in Dallas. Let's see if we're talking about the Giants and Tommy DeVito in the same way after they go face the Saints in the Superdome, which the Saints are no good. But then you got to play the Eagles twice and the Rams, who I think the Rams are decent. They just put up a great fight against the Ravens. They're fighting for that same wild card spot. They're fighting to get in in the uh, NFC as well. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Zach in Hempstead. Zach, you're on the fan. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, man. Rolling. How are you? Fine. I want to talk about touchdown Tommy DeVito, but before I do so, I'd like to shout out former Giants first-round pick, Kadarius Toney. Uh, being uh, offside? Yeah. <laughs> I knew Thank Giants God fans you. were loving that. I like... You guys will never let it go. No, we can't. <laughs> Any downfall of Kadarius Tony and the Chiefs, Giants fans are here for. Thank God we traded him uh, away, like uh, even uh, two years in. I'm saying. Turned him into Darren Waller. When's Darren Waller coming back? He's on his way back, right? I I don't, I don't know. I think he's but, on the mend. He he could certainly help. Um. Uh, I, I, I'm going to give you three reasons why uh, uh, Danny DeVito, uh, t- t- Tommy DeVito, uh, should uh, should be on the roster next year over Daniel Jones. Wait, 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 wait! On the roster over they're they're both probably going to be on the roster. Daniel Jones guarantee big money signed to be. Tommy DeVito will get another uh, at least one year contract. They're both going to be back. So I don't I don't think uh, the conversation is. A roster spot. They they both probably get roster spots. But if, if you want to lobby for Tommy DeVito to start over him he need next to start year, next year, right? If we do want to draft a rookie, but Tommy DeVito should be in in front of Daniel Jones on the depth chart. Because first of all, uh, I have three reasons. First of all, uh, how much touchdown passes has Daniel Jones thrown this year? I mean, not too many, but like he's thrown two. Um, he has six interceptions. Can I tell you how much Tommy DeVito has? Yeah, what's he at? Like nine now? He's at eight. We're three interceptions. Back early in the season, the Giants they get they scored a total of zero points against the Cowboys. The offense with Daniel Jones was not good. I I know. I've watched all these games. It's just a different circumstance. What else you got? Um uh the rating. The rate Tommy DeVito's rating for the past three weeks. He has one thirty seven point seven. 103.9 and 113.9. Daniel Jones' rating for this year is 87.7. Nowhere near Tommy DeVito's. No, yeah, you're, you're right. You got it, Zach. I'll add to that. I mean, I just went and said he's in. If you go to ESPN and you look at quarterback rating, um, you will see an NY logo and Tommy DeVito at number eight for passer rating, not QBR, passer rating. But, like, we, this is what I will leave you with as we go to the next calls and roll through some Yankees and, and other stuff, and uh, we, we've got to take another break. It's just different, bro. If if Tommy DeVito had to play on Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys week one with a $40 million a year contract hanging over him, with expectations of taking a step forward to be able to compete with the Cowboys – you you lose your left tackle. It's just it's just I don't know. I feel like we have we have disrespected Daniel Jones so much for no reason. This guy can't be having a good time right now. He's hurt one. He's rehabbing and it's got to be painful. And he's watching everybody say, "Up, oh, throw out Daniel Jones, our number six overall pick." 
Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets is our guy, or, yeah, whatever, Tommy's good for now, and we're going to draft Jaden Daniels. He's got to be like, what about me? This time last year, I was the man. This time last year, the fans were chanting my name. We beat the Colts, and 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 everybody loved me. Giants fans lobby for me to get that deal. What, what about me? I forgot about me already. I'm coming back. I'm not done. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Tuesday, baby, Tuesday, passing time tonight on the fan. Uh, No Nets basketball, no NFL game. The Rangers are on. I just saw Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo are in the garden watching the Rangers. They seem to be big Rangers fans, and the Rangers were down 4-1, but they show Anthony Rizzo and Judge. Now the Rangers are coming back. It's 4-3. It's 4-3. Let's see what happens with the Rangers there, but we're talking about the New York Giants for the most part. We're going to shift gears, I think, and talk more New York Yankees and baseball and payroll and offseason stuff. But, you know, as I was thinking about Daniel Jones and the beginning of this season, the main thing is pressure and expectations. This is the second year in this offense for Daniel Jones. This is the first year where Daniel Jones had to go out there as a big money guy. You guys remember the 49ers chirping about the money he makes, almost saying like he didn't deserve it. Seemed like some real salty players on the 49ers, um, talking about Daniel Jones and his contract before and after that game. But when I look at the games, you know, they opened up the season against, you know, in their first five games, maybe even six games, they opened up the season against all playoff teams and they lost those games. The only team they beat was the Cardinals. And that was a, you know, one good half of football by Daniel Jones. But the Dallas Cowboys waxed them 40 nothing. There was nothing that, any quarterback could have done, not Tyrod, not uh, Danny DeVito, not Tommy DeVito. The 49ers game, they were not going into the 49ers. I, I believe that was a 49ers home opener. They were not going in there and beating them. Um, even though they played well in the beginning of the game, they weren't going in there and beating them without Andrew Thomas. And, you know, it was just a different look for the, the Giants defense and even the offense early on in the season. I mentioned Darren Waller being there, and I think a lot of the focus was to try and get him in, involved. There was less focus on uh, the receivers, there, you know, the emergence of Wandale Robinson and Jalen Hyatt and even Isaiah Hodgins. That, that wasn't the case in the beginning of the season. And then when you look at the game against the Seahawks, man, they got absolutely destroyed against the Seahawks. They got beat up by the Dolphins as well. Those are teams that, you know, the Seahawks are right in the hunt. The Dolphins are definitely a playoff team. The Niners are a playoff team. The Cowboys are a playoff team. They face tougher competition in the beginning of the year. And there was more hype and expectations. And Daniel Jones, I think, was clearly bothered by the rush. He didn't make good decisions. I'm not taking up for Daniel Jones. He he should have played better. But I don't think that Tommy DeVito, under the same circumstances, would have been having the success that he's having. He's having success now at the end of the season, after you lost a bunch of games where nobody's expecting much, and you're evolving as a player where they're watching film each week and they can't exactly get a beat on you, I mean, it'll catch up at some point. But I think Tommy's getting better. He's seizing opportunities. The defense has come alive. And these guys are rallying around him differently. These guys definitely uh, believe in Tommy DeVito. You see them throwing up the 
pinching hands and it seems like everybody's bought in and you know Dexter Lawrence was in the video with him last night and I remember a couple weeks ago Dexter Lawrence talking about I hate losing telling the media I hate losing and then there was a whole thing with um you know him quote unquote ducking the media on his birthday after the Dallas game no he just wanted to be with his family and they got absolutely destroyed there was nothing to report but all in all uh don't get my my message wrong I, I love the Tommy DeVito story I think it's the best story we have in New York football and the local feel. I'm rooting for the kid. I just think it's nuts. I think that we we are prisoners of the moment. We watch a couple games, and we're ready to crown Mike White as the next Jets legend, Tommy DeVito as the future. Don't draft a quarterback. Discard Daniel Jones, who you paid. Um, we got to chill. We got we to gotta rein it in a little bit. Let's go to Ramon in the Bronx. What's up, Ramon? You're on the fan. Hey, how you doing? Hey guys, I wanted to comment uh, on Danny DeVito, uh, uh, Tommy DeVito, yep. because it seems like New York they 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 starving for a star, right? Right. And it, it's like it, it's like uh, uh, Jeremy Lin on a football field. You know, you remember that Jeremy Lin? He, of course. His, his star rose rose so fast. You know, and New York is hard, man. You know, people don't don't realize New York is hard to perform. But when you do, they love you, even if it's for a couple of games. Right don't. away, you know, you yeah, know right, they love you right away. You know how New York, man. Listen, I've been a New York fan my whole life. I, I was born in Jersey City, but I grew up in New York. You know, uh, and that's why I wanted to. I wanted to tell uh, Bobby Senior. You know, uh, that's my homeboy. We from Jersey too. Uh, I, I went to the same high school as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Paul Memorial. Uh, you know, and I, I have a lot of trivia and nostalgia, too. I, re- I remember a whole bunch of those guys used to go over there. Chris, I, was, I was in school with Chris Mullen. He used to go down there and play uh, that AAU against those guys. Mm-hmm. I used to be in the bleachers. But I ain't, you know, but, um, you know, everything, everything, you know, is, is so, like, we caught up in a frenzy. So am I. In a New York you know, minute. I, I, I was so stunned that they let them come back. I was so upset. But when they came back and and and, and got the field goal, I was, you know, it, it took a, t- Tommy a whole D, load he, off my shoulder. He bailed Saquon out wife, because they would have been dragging Saquon all day. Me, my wife kicks me out the house every time I'm watching the Giants because I'm, 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 I'm swearing at the TV and trying to coach and referee at the same time, <laughs> you know. But yeah. uh, you know, that's that that that's that's how I, it, it it reminds me of Jeremy Lin. Thanks for the call, Ramon. Uh, now the Jeremy, the Jeremy Lin thing. I mean, he had longer had a longer run than Tommy DeVito, but overall, it ends up being like it's something that's not sustainable. It's a flash in the pan. It's it's cool for now. We we get all hyped up in a New York minute because we're so starved for winning. We're so, so starved for success. We're so starved for the guy. I just thought about how um, almost ten years ago, right now, coming up on next season, it'll be. Um, 10 years, how Yankee fans were all in on young Gervis Salarte. Right? I'm trying to think of one. Like we talk about Lynn Sanity with the, the Knicks. Um, now Tommy DeVito with the Giants. Remember young Gervis? Never nervous young Hervis Salarte. Yankee fans are thinking this guy's going to be a you know utility infielder or third baseman of the future or whatever. He had his moments, he hit some home runs, he hit some doubles, and they moved on from him. Because ultimately they knew it's not sustainable. Flash in the pan. 
had some success when nobody knew how to pitch him, had some success when nobody had him on the radar. But as soon as teams start to circle you and zone in on you, then then things come into play like intangibles, speed, size, pause. Like if you're just not a big enough guy, how long are you going to be able to sustain the hits and stay healthy? Tommy DeVito has been able to, you know, survive the hits, but he's not really like, you know, Daniel Jones is a um, twice his size. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't know. It's a good story. And, you know, we should be happy for Tommy DeVito, his family and all that. I just think we're getting ahead of ourselves saying, one, he's better than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones didn't play well in the beginning of this year, but he played against some of the best teams in the NFL. And the Giants team wasn't where they are now. It takes weeks, right, to shift and adjust with different players on a team and become and watch film and um, get better at things. Tommy DeVito is walking into a situation with less pressure, almost no pressure on him. Hey, kid, whatever you do is great. Hey, kid, we're going to put you out there. You don't even have to pass. <laughs> you don't have to throw a pass further than three or four yards the first time you're out there. It's a different situation. So, uh, you know, that's the common denominator. Jets fans, if you want to talk Jets, let's do that too. The common denominator is the pressure or lack thereof, the expectations or lack thereof. A rainy game in MetLife Stadium where you can get in the building for 15 bucks on Sunday against a Texans team that probably underestimated the Jets because they had lost multiple games in a row. Zach Wilson, after saying, I'm reluctant to return, and then, oh, give me the ball, he comes out there and he's slinging it. He's flicking it around. And they start opening the playbook and they start letting him throw it around and they start getting the ball to his playmakers, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. And uh, all of a sudden he looks like a different quarterback because he is a different quarterback because there's nothing on the line. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.